close the door behind you. You're now in the green room. Yo, everybody, welcome to the green room. I'm Keddie Emanuel, a bassist and guitarist. Today, we're talking to Chazzy de Riviere, a steel pan soloist and influencer from St. Lucia. His information can be found in the description wherever you're listening to this. I had fun talking to him, and I know you'll enjoy listening in today. Remember, the green room is open to all Caribbean instrumentalists, even those who don't live in the Caribbean. So, if you're interested in talking to us, shoot us an email at lucianmusicians at gmail.com. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Now, let's get into music. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man, we're, we're very happy to have you in the green room with us this afternoon. Um, uh, first, first of all, you know, I want to say that... Um, I just want to see how this whole coronavirus thing has affected you or your family. You know, we can, we can't really talk about anything these days without, without dropping that one first. Okay. So Corona, I mean, I'm a full-time musician. If you didn't know, I'm a registered business as well. So Corona truly messed me up as in income wise. Cause I mean, my work is literally gigs. All right. Performing. So, that just went from one hundred to zero real quick. <laughs> so, I mean, being in the house, it truly affected me business-wise, but I mean mentally and probably growth as a musician as well. Um, for my craft, that was the advantage with staying in the house, but business-wise, Corona killed us. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're, you're, uh, you know. Uh, as much as we laugh about it, you know, I don't really like to hear that, you know, because uh, as a musician, uh, as a full-time musician, you know, there's a lot of people on the Lucian Musicians platform that are full-time musicians as well and Mm -hmm. have suffered due to this pandemic. So what are some things that you've done to cope? What are some things that you've done to plan ahead um, so that um, your your business and your brand uh, moves past this and survives this? Okay, well, there was one way I found other ways to make money at home as well. I started doing cameo videos. That's one source of income. Mm-hmm. Um, for the future, I mean, I have networked myself with many businesses. So once they're open, I mean, I'm guaranteed. I'm not guaranteed, but I mean, once you network yourself, it's pretty easier to get forward if you work as well. So. That's me looking out for the future. Just keeping my contacts, staying at talking, you know. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and and you know, honestly, that's another thing that uh, some people overlook. Um, as a musician, as as long as you are your own brand, um, it's important for you to network, right? <laughs> and you all can see him on the live, but um, he just held up his um, Chazzy's Music uh, brand logo. Uh, tell us a little bit about that logo. Oh, so if you can see properly, it's a still pan on the flag. Right. Everyone knows my pan. Once you see a pan, a still pan with a St. Lucia flag in St. Lucia, just know it's me. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's a, a little unique, you know thing about my my still pan these rare 
um, this is supposed to represent like the Peters, like, you know, the local show my culture, you know, um, the steel pan is obviously a trumpet, like, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and Shazi's music, Shazi is my actual first name. No one ever believes me. It is Shazi. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know if you remember when I included you in the, I think this this was early on in one of the first Lucian Musicians favorites. I remember I said, okay, and now we have Chazzy. And I was like, wait, but that, that is his real name. <laughs> my real name. No one ever believes me. They expect me to have some like African name, like Chazzy Onotuguem or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's my real name. <laughs> All right. Is there a special story behind that name, or, or what, what happened? Um, I've asked my mom. You know, you know, black black people come up with some some crazy names. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't think there's any story. It, it just came out. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate the chance, you know. I kind of wish I kind of wish I had that name, though. That's a real cool name. Smooth. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Surprisingly, I'm not the only one, so that, that's too bad. That's too bad. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I know a lot of the listeners, um, especially those people that follow you. Um, anybody who's watching this right now, I do encourage you to go over to Chazzy's page. Chazzy, give them your Instagram handle. Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Chaz758, and my YouTube is Chazzy's Music. Should I, should I spell it out or...? Uh yeah, spell it out. Why not? Uh, Chaz C H E Z double Z seven five eight. YouTube is Chazzy's music. C H A Z Z I S music. Yeah. All right. Very good. Um, kind of give us an an idea of how you started or how you developed a passion for the pen. Okay, so um, growing up, my dad plays the band. He has his own band. So I've always been in music from inside the womb, literally. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's how I started fun. But should I give that story first, then move up the ladder? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. My dad taught me from the age of four. I was playing gigs with him. I was always going to the hotel as a baby as well. So I started performing with him by the age of five, six, you know, continuing. Whether it be one song at a gig, once I play that song, I'm, I'm calling it a gig. Okay? <laughs> once I play that song, it's a gig. So yeah, I've been performing with him for years with his band up to this day. Well, not currently, you know, the situation. But right. yeah, up to, I still play the band. So that's how I started off. And from there, my passion truly grew. It was all I knew, actually, from a baby. So, I mean, school came after music. Right. <laughs> I'm not saying don't disregard, don't disregard school, you know. But for me, music was there first. So, um, um, that was how I learned Pan. How did I get to social media? Probably by the age of... Um, probably 15, I was in like St. Mary's College, I went to St. Mary's College, in Form 3, I believe, I saw this one guy, Keyshawn, Keyshawn Julian, he's a still pan player from Trinidad, he posted a cover of like a soca song, so I'm like, 
this man posted a, a stupid on the cover. <laughs> and, and this video, take it off. I'm like, hmm. I mean, I literally played that song like five minutes ago. Why can't I start making videos? And you know, get some more exposure, take off from there. So from that day, my friend and I, Deshaunty, he he's a fellow Steel Panther as well. We started making covers together. So I believe my first cover was like Bruno Mars, Billionaire. Yeah, that was with him in my house. All right. We posted our first video. And we're expecting the video to blow up because, I mean, Keyshawn's video blew up. Our video has to blow up as well. I mean, <laughs> so far, we played a, a, a song with millions of views, posted the thing, barely 500 views, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I started off. And I continued moving along. I started doing solo covers probably a month in. Then... I went to school of music, which is where I met my friend Elmo. You know Elmo, you can leave it. Yeah, we did covers together. He produced the beat, or we do an acoustic cover, and we just play all the songs. When the song we dropped yesterday, we covering it tomorrow. We were that consistent. We had an aim to be something. We wanted to be the top, and that's how we we. We really got with the covers, yeah. Absolutely, man. That, that That's a great story there, you know. And that tells me a lot about your own work ethic and even Elmo's work ethic as well. Um, just really quickly after hop off the line, well, not off the line, but after going and plug my laptop real quick. <laughs> just give me a few seconds, huh? All right, folks, I am back. Sorry about the delay. Um, you know, every once in a while, right? Something happens. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Chazzy was just telling me about his story and how he got into the pen and into the music. And he was telling me that he started from a very young age, right? And here's the thing. A lot of people start playing music from a young age due to the influence of parents. And some people don't really like it at first, but they kind of grow into it. So is that, was that your experience? No, it wasn't. I was into it 100%. <laughs> you came out of the womb full 100. <laughs> you know? All right. No, that's good, man. And that's, that's a passion that we can clearly see in your covers and in your videos. People like to see when somebody really enjoys what they're doing, mm -hmm. uh, when somebody is really invested in what they're doing. And we, we, that energy is communicated through your covers and, and through your videos. Um, do you play anything else though? As in, oh, instrument-wise? Yeah. Um, I did say I went to school of music, so that is where I further, I pursued trumpet, surprisingly, trumpet. I went on to, I got braces, so my trumpet dreams got crushed. <laughs> <laughs> I started playing euphonium. That's a big one, yeah started playing brass so basically brass for probably three years of my life three four years of my life but still pan is my main instrument my on my way to mastering still pan i'm a long way from mastering but i mean still pan is my main um i play drums as well drum set may not be the best but i mean <laughs> <laughs> you can hold your own right 
Yeah, yeah, man. I can hold a gig for drums, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I know, I mean, I know music. I should know chords, so I mean, piano. I may not have the finger ring, but... <laughs> you have I the could... basic idea? <laughs> yeah? Yeah, man. All right. Yeah, man. It's good to good to know that you can translate uh, what you know from the pan to other instruments. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't know anything mm. about pan. Not a single thing. I don't know. <laughs> I, have a, I have a concept of, of how it works, right? Because uh, clearly the indentations in the pan uh, produce different pitches. But as to how it's set up, as to how the scales work, um, that's, that's, that's a mystery to me. And I'm sure... Oh, go ahead. Do you know the circle of fifths? Yeah. That is a still band. So it's literally just the circle of fifth superimposed onto the, the pen. With C, G, D, A, literally going up. All right. Well, Shaquille, if you listen to this, because Shaquille was the last episode, Shaquille mm-hmm. could, he, he didn't explain it as simply. So I want to put you on the spot, <laughs> Shaquille, because <laughs> you could have just told me it was the circle of fifths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's a very simple to the point. Very simple. <laughs> but I mean, to a normal person, they'll be like, circle of fifths, what? <laughs> but to a musician, it's so simple, yeah. All right. Yeah, man. You know, thanks a lot for that. Um, I want, so the thing is, you know, a lot of musicians post content to Instagram and mm-hmm. We, you and I know that social media and um, simple things on social media go a long way. Uh, yeah. What advice would you give other aspiring musicians who want to grow their Instagram platform and to get their brand out there, um, uh, get their posts to a more efficient, effective level where their content could reach more people and thereby gain more followers and stuff like that? What would you tell them? Okay, so starting off is never easy, whether it be a new job, whatever talent you want to pursue, starting off is never easy. Like I said, me posting my first video, expecting it to blow up, I got less than 500 views. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't stop me. So the, the key to social media is truly consistency. I post a cover every week. Before, I used to be posting two covers. It was Tuesday and Fridays. Everyone knew knew me for Tuesday and Fridays. I did that for a year or two straight. Imagine the work I put in, whether it be audio-wise, video-wise, because I edit my videos, I further my craft to that level. So, truly, it's staying consistent, persistent, and you building yourself as well. Um, how can I say it? You may start off at 10, at level 10, I mean, and then while you continue, you, you'll, see, you'll find yourself finding new ways to, to um, how can I say it? you find yourself finding new ways to make more creative content. Like me, me cloning myself, 
I did, I would never think of that three years ago. <laughs> I'll never learn. I mean, I never learn how to make a free angle video. All the time, I thought they just had free cameras all the time. It's just one phone and you recorded three separate times. Like, you staying consistent truly gets you to find other ways to keep your audience and surprise them, which is why I still have an audience, to be honest. Yeah. Um, um, also, put in your craft, as in musically, if you're a musician, don't stick to regular. Um, if you want, let's say, a guitarist, if you're playing the normal one, five, two, you know, I don't know chords like that, but okay. <laughs> playing the normal, you know, try to get up there, try to be your best, don't settle for less. You see, that's a little catchy phrase there, you know. <laughs> be the best, don't settle for less. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah be your best try to go to go to that limit you know um there's no limits the sky's not the limit i i don't like when people say the sky's the limit go to space man <laughs> yeah man. you know there's a saying that says um if you shoot for the moon you'll la- you'll land on the stars or something like that <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you probably just butchered that phrase, but I I know it's something like that. Somebody on the IG live, tell me what it is. If you shoot for the moon, you'll land on, on something. I know you land on something. I don't know what it is though. <laughs> but the, the overall point is that if you, if you have a certain ambition and you want to achieve a certain goal, it doesn't matter what the goal is. Think big. Right? Come on. Think big and shoot for that. And uh, regardless of what happens, you're going to get somewhere. Uh huh. Now, also for social media, it's not only about you as a musician just posting covers. There are lots of tricks. I said trips. Wow. There are lots of tricks, <laughs> tricks and tips, yeah, to social media. So you should, I advise anyone trying to pursue social media to study whether it be a little YouTube video for 10 minutes explaining how social media works and how to grow your platform. It's truly way more than it looks like. All right. Um, let's see. Um, how can I see Instagram? A simple thing as following people that are in your music circle, a simple thing like that could get you so much exposure. But you being not studying that, you'd never know that. So simple things like that just educate yourself no matter what it is educate yourself and you'll get around yeah man and i absolutely agree with that so if there's anything to take away there i want to highlight what you said about um educating yourself um Mm -hmm. all it takes all it might take is a couple of minutes um watching one of the thousands of social media um videos that are available um Mm -hmm. and you could you could really boost your engagement and boost the potential of your content Mm -hmm. um and the second thing you said there about uh just just 
enlarging your horizons, right? And that's been the common thread throughout all of the Green Room, ep- green room episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, all the guests always encourage um, the listeners to just broaden your horizons. Don't, don't settle for where you are, but keep pushing your boundaries. And that's one of my own personal, uh, <laughs> personal mottos or um, mantras is to keep, keep pushing your boundaries, man. Don't, don't settle where you are. Life is about more than just settling. So we have to keep, keep pushing forward, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So I, I kind of wonder, uh, do you have any mentors or people that you admire musically? Okay, um, musically. Um, okay, um, social media-wise, as a brand, mm-hmm. so I am happy. Omipi, the violinist from France. You know? I am uh, maybe? No, <laughs> no, no. But yes, she's a violinist from France and she's basically doing what I do. But she has, you know, she has that platform. She's probably, probably 100,000 K followers, you know? Right. So you should search her. She's truly a great musician, violinist, but she's doing basically what I'm doing. And I want to get to that level. <laughs> I want to get <laughs> So yeah, that's social media wise. Still pan wise, I don't think there's anyone, I wouldn't say any other still pan players doing what I do. Because have you ever seen a still pan player play a Denry segment? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think the reason that I did go further from other Silpan players doing this is because I didn't stick to the, you know, the routine, Calypso, Soka. You know, step out of it, you know, push your boundaries. Right. Right. A lot of musicians are afraid to do that. So, yeah, Silpan wise, but Silpan wise, there are a few guys, top, top, top fellas. Like I said, Keyshawn, the one who inspired me. Yeah, man, I look up to Keyshawn. He's my friend now, actually. So, um, who else? There's this guy, Earl Lapierre, I believe. He's an international super player, I could say. He plays on Uber Soccer Cruise. So, yeah, I want to be on those guys' level, as in network-wise and skill-wise as well, yeah. But I mean, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's all a process, you know? <laughs> all right. So what would you say are some things that you're working on right now when it comes to your skill on the pen? Because um, remember, I told you my knowledge is a bit limited when it comes to the instrument. So I kind of want to know what you do to improve on the, on the pen. Um, someone asked me if I practice. I used to before. But I mean... With me having gigs, like, literally every day, you know, it's really hard, you know, getting that time to actually practice, like, actual skills, you know. But I mean, with you consistently playing, your skill goes up. Whether you you don't notice it, it actually does. Because, I mean, you're playing constantly. may not sound like improvement to you, but you, you truly are. So, me playing so many gigs constantly, someone... I was surprised myself. I listened to a recording of a gig. I didn't know if that was me playing. I, I, I asked the person, who's that still band player? <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, so just staying consistent truly keeps my skill going. Um, but now in quarantine, 
I'm actually injured. I'm actually injured. Oh, and what happened to you? It's my wrist. <laughs> what happened to your wrist? Oh gosh, boy. <laughs> what happened to your wrist? Don't don't do me that, Chazzy. What to you? Yes, I am doing that. I was. It started in gym with a, a bad workout. So yeah, me with my wrist push-ups, elevate, elevated push-ups, just bad form, you know, turn into a wrist injury. And okay, so hopefully that's just a temporary thing, right? You should be... Yeah, yeah, but my treatment may start on Saturday, and it's me wearing a brace for probably like two or three weeks, so that is crazy. Me without a hand, that is crazy, you know? <laughs> Listen, man, I, I had a similar experience because um, uh, I'm a bassist and I was, I was, I had a really bad accident back in 2012. Mm-hmm. And because, because of that accident, uh, I broke, I, I forget the name, I think the ulna, but I broke one of the bones in my arm there. <laughs> <laughs> so after breaking the bone, I had to wear a cast, obviously, right? Uh-huh. So after we're in the cast, you know, for a little while, I remember there was, I don't know if you've ever heard of Joe Cleveland, but there was a cover by Joe Cleveland, the bassist. And he was, I was so inspired by the cover. Cause you know, sometimes you see, you see something and it makes you want to play. Right. Yeah. So I, I had my cast on, but I couldn't play. And it was the first time, one of the first times in my life, ever since I started playing, that I just could not play, period. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what I did. Wait, what do you think I did? I pulled the cast off. <laughs> and I picked up the bass. And I tried to play a little thing, right? And while I was doing that, I felt the bone, <laughs> the broken bone shift a little bit in my arm and I had to stop and say oh shocks boy yeah what? so what I mean now I th- I think it's fine <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, for you. I say how, yeah, huh how, what happened how did you move a cast how no it wasn't one of those um single mold casts it was nah, um <laughs> it was one of the, the ones where it's like it's more like a splint where yeah, it's, yeah. it's like so i took the straps off and i was trying to play something and let me just say i probably shouldn't have done that huh? yeah <laughs> so if there's any lesson in that i would just encourage you to not 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 go and play with your hand before your hand is healed up you know give your hand some time to recover Right. Hopefully, I take that advice. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but I mean, I can play one hand. I mean, I may not be able to roll, but I will try to keep my page active. I will try to put out content because three weeks—that is a lot. That is a lot for sure. Yeah, man. And on social media, three weeks is like three years, huh? Three weeks exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I'll, I'll post a cover with one hand. <laughs> I mean, you might be surprised. That cover might do very well. Huh? It's true. <laughs> you could be the the one hand the one handed penis. 
I don't know. It's up to you to change the name. <laughs> but you might be able to do something with that, man. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Who knows? By the time the hand heal up, you might just keep keep the one hand thing going. <laughs> Crazy, bro. <laughs> one hand. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, man, but. I have another question for you on the table, right? And this is something I tend to ask uh, pretty much all the musicians that come sit through the green room because I feel by asking this, you're giving other musicians who are listening in, you're giving people uh, an opportunity to correct certain things that they're doing in their practice sessions um, Mm -hmm. that might further them musically. So basically what I ask them is, what are some things that you feel um, earlier on in your musical journey or earlier on in your um, uh, practice uh, life, you would have changed or things that you might have done differently uh, practice-wise or learning-wise? Practice-wise or learning-wise? Um, I wouldn't say that I was consistent practicing. Uh, that's the one thing and also improvising that is something i personally work on or i have to work on because you can only get better not selling for less so before i i never listen to like jazz or like a another musician soloing i would just i mean expect myself to just know how to solo eh? <laughs> <laughs> so yes um simple stuff like looking at other musicians, experienced musicians, simple stuff like that truly helps you to learn as well. Mm-hmm. Not just having pride, but it's not about pride, but I mean, just learning from experience. Take advice. That is one thing, yeah. All right, so if, if, I, if I got you correctly there, basically you're saying to be consistent uh, uh-huh. with your practice and also to just extend your musical vocabulary um, by listening to other people and um, listening to different types of music, different soloists, right? Yeah, give you a diversity of, you know, music on the whole, because if you're just listening to soca music, then that's all you know, right? I mean, there's so much more to music. Nah, for me, I think if you're just listening to soca music, then you're just happy either. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah, I completely understand what you're saying and I agree um, it's good to listen to a, a wide palette of, of music and to just just have a broad um, palette to pick colors from you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that's definitely something I wish I did a lot earlier on too um, see you see <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the the very next thing here is in let's say you and I could hop into a time machine, right, and hop forward five years. I'd go back. <laughs> you want to go back? You you don't want to see? <laughs> man, let me tell you, music in the eighties, seventies, nineties—that was music. Man. <laughs> go back just for the music in the past. Well, why do you think? Why do you think we've seen that change, though? With music, um, yeah. Generation wise, you know, people are changing, times are changing. You have to adapt, right? All right. Everything seasonal, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you're saying that, um, and 
I think a lot of people who will listen to this, a lot of people on the line will agree that uh, back in the 70s and 80s, a lot of music was different in a good way. Yeah, for right? sure. So what, what, is it, what, what happened? Um, other genres were created, um, the different styles. Exa- example, why is it that our parents were rocking baggy jeans, but in this day, our pants are tighter than <laughs> <laughs> It's all with time, I guess, and change with generations, I, I guess. The same with clothes, different styles, music, different styles as well. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, and, and, and I'm following you, but I just find it interesting, right? I like... What is it about the older tracks? Because, um, for example, on my end, I've been trying to work on a bass cover for a Marvin Gaye, um, Marvin Gaye piece, and the it just feels different, and it feels different in a good way. For what sure. is that? That's that old music. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say music in the past for a musician, maybe, okay, I call, if you've noticed, I probably said musician and normal air. That's how I, I say it for the musicians, because, I mean, you can talk music to a musician and talk mm-hmm. music the normal air and the person would not know what you're talking about. But exactly. music, music to the past, from the past, there's that simple vibe in there like everything was just vibesy like now it's so simple but back then it was like you have to hear a bass play like a a, a blues a dun, 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 dun. there's that vibe in there but now music is like two chords uh, you know eight or eights now but back then oh that's a thing as well technology came into play back yeah. then they, they were there wasn't it's on a on a track back then. <laughs> so yeah, it was more live live musicians, live music. So probably the live instruments had an impact as well. Yeah. So basically our our little hypothesis here is that technology may not have been the best thing for music overall. I did not say that. I know you didn't say that. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. I wanted to be clear on the line. That's me saying that. I'm the one thinking. Don't, don't persecute Chazzy. That's me. That's me saying that. Um, but technology had somewhat of an influence on music these days. The new days, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I think, you know, in my opinion, I think part of it is because people... Um, especially the record labels and the record companies, they know that they know what it takes to make a hit, right? Um, and hit songs, if you listen to a lot of hit songs, they're musically very simple. It's like three chords, four chords, and that's the, that's the entire song, but it becomes viral. It, it's catchy. It's an airworm. You know, people can't get it out of their heads. And if you find what's making you money, why would you change? All right continue so that is why it's just repeating itself but 
like I said, you have to adapt to the times and <laughs> do what is best for you as a business because it's not just music, it's a business as well. So. Okay. And that's a gem right there for all the musicians on the line. Remember that uh, as a musician, you are a business, you are a brand, and uh, it's your responsibility to take care of that business and brand accordingly. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of us are artists uh, way more than we are businessmen and women and so uh, we have to take the initiative and make the effort to also hone those business skills as well um, so going back to my question and this is the very last question can you believe the episode is almost over <laughs> um, uh, this last question and we, we kind of misconstrued it a, a little bit a while ago and we were talking about uh, the traveling back in time to uh, some of the cool music of back in the day um, but I wanted to know if we could hop into a time machine and travel forward five years what would uh, your career look like to us Jazzy ideally hmm okay my career is what I'm working on right now so I'd expect myself to hit that goal of being international, Shaz, you know? Right, right. <laughs> that is what I am aiming for. So I believe by five years, I should be at that level. It is what I'm pursuing. It is what I'm dedicated to do. So yeah, international as in performances. I've been working on producing. So that there are several factors coming into my skill set as well so it's not just me performing it's also me producing who knows i might own a studio in five years a lot happens in in five years you know i just might own a studio or i might be in school educating myself more on music so but my main aim is for that international you know (laughs) there's several other factors several other things i want to accomplish as a musician and as a brand so it's really a lot (laughs) absolutely and listen man you know some of the people in some of the churches like to say you have to speak it into existence right so i i i my and i will hold you accountable to that and uh, so will everybody else listening uh no pressure though (laughs) (laughs) man man so in five years, if I'm the same place, we're blaming this guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're not blaming me. Listen, man, all I'm doing, I'm just a partner, just having some fun, and, and having some fun here on Lucian Musicians here in the green room. Yeah, this man tried to sabotage <laughs> Nah, yeah, man. Um, I, I completely believe that uh, with your work ethic, which I, I think is admirable, and I think is something that everybody listening right now should... Uh, try to emulate with your work ethic and your consistency i believe it's only a matter of time until you do achieve that objective um and i'm really looking forward to hearing great things about you in the future right um unfortunately we are now at the end of the green room episode um i want i I always like to extend uh uh just open the door for you to speak to the lucian musicians speak to everybody uh, on our Caribbean platform here and um, uh, just let them know some advice or something you have on your mind. Uh, go ahead. Okay, um, to all my musicians, like we've discussed throughout the live, 
stay consistent, educate yourself because it's not strictly music. There is the brand and the business factor. Network yourself as a musician. It is all, all that is in the business factor as well. Um, and we don't have to compete with each other. Unity is truly a key. If we all work together, we can achieve so much more. So yeah, that's my message to all musicians. Absolutely. And uh, I want to thank everybody who joined us on the Instagram live. Um, it was a pleasure talking to you, Chazzy. I'm going to go ahead and end the live now. Thanks for listening, everybody. Chazzy's information will be posted along with this episode. Be sure to follow him and support his journey. I'm so excited for all the future conversations we'll be having together. Remember to subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, like on Facebook. All of those links can be accessed from the website www.lucianmusicians.com. You can expect an episode of The Green Room on the second Wednesday of every single month. <laughs> See y'all later. What's that on that mean, huh?